Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. Welcome back, friends. So happy to have you here. Today, I want to talk about weight stigma. This is something that just keeps coming up in both my conversations with friends, family, uh, colleagues, and also just in conversation with the women that I'm working with and the nurses that I'm working with. And whenever that happens, I know that it's something I need to talk about on the podcast because it feels like it's just something that's going through so many people's minds at the time. If I'm hearing about it a lot, it means that a lot of people are navigating the same thing. So I really want to dissect what weight stigma actually is and just ways that we can kind of change our own narrative and look at our own lives to make sure that we are putting ourselves first and detaching our worth from our weight. That is my intention with this episode. But before we dive in, I have to remind you guys about my four-week group coaching program that I am co-coaching with Morgan Cohn, and it's called Next Level Health. This is sort of a, it's a group coaching program, but it's hybrid in the sense that we are keeping it small and intimate to the point where it feels a lot like one-on-one coaching. But you also have that group, group aspect that gives you connection and community and extra support. Next Level Health is going to be diving into all of the foundational aspects of good health, because I think that's the place that we all need to start, but where we often miss the mark. So many programs are just going for the flashy, obvious things of like 21 day fix. This is all about cutting calories and moving more. And that's all when our program is about movement and nutrition, of course, but also about your lifestyle, about your mindset, about your habits and routines, your nervous system. Like we are diving into all of the pieces that make up the core of feeling our best. Because I believe, and Morgan believes, that if we build that strong foundation, that we can build upon it. We can build a life we love upon the strong foundation that we worked hard to build. And I believe we can do it in four weeks, which is why this program is so powerful, because it is in a short segment. It's digestible. It's at the perfect time before school kicks off and as you're finishing up summer. But it doesn't take It's not going to take a ton of your time. That was really important to us because we know that you're busy, especially in this season. But that doesn't mean that we need to neglect ourselves in this season. So we wanted to create a program that was going to serve people without taking away from them. So Next Level Health, the doors are open right now, but they are closing on July 31st. So you have a few more days to get your spot in this program. And if you have been thinking about it, just take this as your sign that this is the moment to invest in yourself, to call your shot, and to know that you are worth putting yourself first, that building that foundation is going to change your life five, 10 years down the line. I would rather that you can look back on this moment as the moment that you called your shot rather than looking back and thinking, why didn't I put myself first sooner? 
So if this is resonating with you, I want you to just pause this episode, scroll into the show notes and snag your spot. There's a link in there. All you got to do is click the link, put in your information and boom, you are in. And if you have any questions at all, always feel free to DM either me or Morgan. I'll leave her information in the show notes as well with any questions that you have and we can answer them. But I truly believe that this is the game changer for you, and I want you to call your shot today. All right, let's dive back into this episode. So weight stigma, what is it? We're talking about the hyper focus in our society on weight and weight loss, and specifically weight stigma, I think about it in our healthcare system, even without the evidence of disease or concern. We are hyper focused on a person's weight, the number on the scale, even if there's no reason why we should be focusing on that factor. So let me give you an example of of what I mean by this. One of my clients that I work with, she first came to me because she said her doctor told her she needed to lose weight and she was having some issues with her blood pressure. And the only solution that was really given was you need to lose weight and here's some medication. She was on the medication for a short time, uh, but was able to get off of it slowly. And the hyper focus was really that her doctor continued to really be focused on this weight loss as though that would solve all the problems, which in some cases, of course, that might be the case. There is a correlation between a higher body weight and certain chronic conditions. But it's truly to me, when I think about the two things, it's not a causation. It's not necessarily that being higher weight causes these things. It's that being at a higher weight tends to be coupled with behaviors that make cause or may make you more likely to have chronic conditions, right? So if we are eating lots of processed foods and our entire diet is built on fast food and sugar and carbs, and we really aren't getting enough protein and we really aren't keeping ourselves full, and maybe we're living a sedentary lifestyle, those things can contribute to the likelihood of having a chronic condition. So to me, it's more about the behaviors than it is about the number on the scale, And so if we focus instead on encouraging people to move a little bit more and maybe add in more nutritious or nutrient-dense foods into their diet, focus on protein, focus on adding veggies and fiber and things like that, those are the behaviors that are actually prevent disease or help treat things, not just simply saying you need to lose weight. Because that guidance is its so unhelpful. Like it doesn't actually give you any information about what to do. We tend to tell people just lose weight and go do it and and give them very little guidance in how to actually achieve that. So for this client, she came to me with this issue of, hey, my blood pressure has been high and my doctor says I need to lose weight. So I want to lose weight. We instead looked at her lifestyle. We said, okay, Absolutely. If you if your goal is to lose weight, that's totally fine. But let's look at other things going on for you and see if there's something else that may be causing the high blood pressure. And as we got to it, as we got through to the end of the day, it was very clear that stress was a huge issue for her and maybe some sleep issues, things like that. So we instead focused on managing her stress. We focused on adding, you know, more protein, more colorful veggies into her diet, making sure that she was getting enough water, building a solid nighttime routine. And after implementing all those things at her most recent checkup with her doctor, her blood pressure was completely normal and her weight was exactly the same. She hadn't actually lost any weight, but she had adopted so many important behaviors into her routine 
that made her feel better, that helped her body and supported her overall wellness because her stress was managed, because she was sleeping better, she was better hydrated, better fueled. And all of those things actually contributed to helping her blood pressure, not simply focusing on the number. Because the other thing that can happen with this is if we just send someone off and say, go lose weight, and that's going to solve all your problems. Without guidance, people tend to search online, they'll cling to very quick fixes, they'll cling to the promises of coaches and other people in this in the health and fitness industry, telling them that just cut more calories and move more, and you will all your problems will be solved, right? And that can lead us down a whole other dark path. That can cause far more stress on our bodies than if we just focused on taking care of ourselves and putting our health first instead of just focusing on the number. That stress caused by restriction, deprivation, punishment, and the normal, quote unquote, normal landscape of the health and fitness industry is actually far more detrimental than if we just stayed the same as we are right now. It often leads to a poor relationship with food and your body and exercise, more stress, more issues with mental health, and the tendency to weight cycle, so to hop on and off diets because they are so restrictive that they're impossible to maintain. And ultimately, I just think that this tendency in healthcare to only focus on the number, only focus on weight, and anyone in a larger body, the only advice we send them off with is just go lose weight and give them very little guidance. I think that it can actually cause far more harm than it does any good. And the other thing that this does is if we constantly tell people just go lose weight, that's the problem, that's the only issue you're having, is that it's placing the blame on the individual rather than exploring barriers that they might have to fitting in fitness or movement or or nutritious food into their diet? Are there financial barriers? Are there time barriers? Are there things going on at home that we don't actually understand? If we could just start to focus more on the individual and what's going on specifically for them, then just try and put this blanket statement on everyone that if you fall in this specific category, then all you need to do is lose weight. And that's the only thing that's going to solve your problems. I think that we would help so much more, so many more people if we just shifted our perspective and stopped focusing so much on this freaking number. And not only is this problematic just because an individual is facing the stigma and isn't actually getting the help that they need. Sometimes it's, it's downright dangerous, the weight stigma that exists in healthcare specifically, because we can miss important diagnoses because we dismiss everything as being related to weight. We, we could also miss an eating disorder diagnosis that could be going on. Because if one individual comes in and is drastically underweight, we are more likely to say that there could be some sort of eating disorder going on. We are more likely to pick up that that might be happening. But if an individual comes into the office and is is uh, severely overweight based on our chart that we have that often is completely inaccurate anyway, we just say that they have a willpower issue. We, we just place the blame on them instead of considering, is there disordered eating going on? Is there some sort of treatment that actually might be helpful for this individual for their mental health far beyond their physical health? Or is there something else going on in their body that is causing weight gain, that is causing them to struggle to lose weight, like a thyroid issue or a cancer diagnosis? There's so many things that could be going on that we miss completely because we are only focused on people losing weight. There's this assumption that if somebody is underweight, that we should investigate more of what could be going on behind the scenes for that individual because it's not their fault. Versus if somebody comes in and is at a higher weight, we assume that the person 
did this to themselves, which is complete bullshit and is not fair and is very discriminatory. We have to call this out and we need to get better in the healthcare system. And as a society, this is not just in the healthcare system, there is blatant discrimination and cruelty and hatred that is thrown around everywhere you look when it comes to people's weight. We see this in movies, TV shows, we see it in social media, magazines, everywhere. In On TV and in movies, the larger bodied characters are always categorized as the funny fat friends. Like that is, it just seems to be the common thing that happens. If you are in a larger body, then you need to be funny, which is already very upsetting. But then the other thing that always happens in movies, I feel like, is that if the individual who is playing the character maybe starts at a larger weight, and then the only way they actually get the guy is that they lose weight, which is, again, so toxic and so problematic. Like, I just can't even think of what we're teaching younger generations. I know I learned all these lessons from TV and movies, is that if I wanted to be worthy or beautiful or enough or pretty or get the job or anything else, I needed to be at a smaller weight. And then on social media, I mean, I am so happy to see that we are having more body positivity going around and more accepting of every type of body and body shape that is going on in social media. But it's not perfect at all. And honestly, it's it can be extraordinarily toxic. I am a like a person who can't help but like go through the comments of pictures. I don't know why I do this to myself, because it usually gets me quite enraged. But I like if you have time and you you have the mental capacity to handle this, the anger that you'll probably feel. All I want you to do is go on social media, find a, a girl in a, lar- a smaller body who, who's eating like a cupcake or a pizza or a hamburger. Scroll through the comments. You're going to see like, yeah, go girl, like eat that food. You deserve it. Like you're amazing. I love that you're showing balance. That Those are the comments that you're going to see on those pictures. Then find a person who is in a larger body categorized by society, right? As overweight, potentially. And watch them if they are eating a cupcake or a hamburger or a piece of pizza. The comments are going to be absolutely disgusting. The comments are going to be horrid because it's people bullying and berating and being horribly cruel to an individual because they say you shouldn't be eating those foods. You shouldn't be eating anything. You should be starving yourself. Like the things that people say online to individuals in larger larger bodies is absolutely disgusting. It's absolutely horrifying. That is the weight stigma that exists in our society, still reigning very clear. (laughs) Like it is still so strong, even if we have a body positivity movement coming, coming around, which is amazing and I'm so happy for it, but we still have a problem going on and we need to address it and we need to call it out when we see it. Now, I've had other episodes where I talk about why weight actually isn't the issue, and we'll have future episodes where we talk about why the number on the scale is not actually the problem, that's not actually a determinant for health. Like, We'll have plenty of conversations about this, and we have had plenty of conversations about this in general, about why being at a higher weight doesn't necessarily mean that you are unhealthy, even though that's what society has told us for an extraordinarily long amount of time. Honestly, if you need a good book on this, um, there's a a freaking amazing book that I absolutely love called Fitness for Everybody by Meg Boggs. I will put that in the show notes as well. Uh, I mean, it is such an amazing book calling out the weight stigma that exists, calling out the fitness industry for its discrimination against individuals and larger bodies. When this woman is like the biggest powerhouse, she is like a power lifter. She is 
so inspiring and so amazing. And the writing is fantastic. Like go read that book if you want to explore this topic a little bit more, because I, I mean, honestly, you should see my copy. It's flagged to hell (laughs) because I was just highlighting and flagging every other sentence because it was that amazing. So go read that book. But the last point I want to make is just about BMI and the the fact that we are still using this completely bullshit tool. So the BMI was actually originally used by insurance companies as a simple way to categorize people. Um, but now it's actually widely used by the medical system. It was adopted uh, back in the day. They saw that it was like an easy tool to use. And so they're like, let's just start using this. Even though at this point, we already know that it doesn't actually make sense, that it doesn't take into account so many factors that actually determine whether a person is at a healthy weight or not for their body, for themselves. So it doesn't take into account body composition, genetics, body type, anything in between. Your weight does not correlate directly with your health. Like we said, it's more about the behaviors. And yet we are still using this tool to categorize people. For example, I tend to score high on a BMI, as in, as in I tend to be in like the overweight category for my height, because all this tool takes into account is your height and your weight, which again, so many other factors are at play here. So for me, I, uh, my body type is that I dent, I do tend to put on more muscle. Um, I am like a more athletic build. I have never been scrawny or skinny. Um, that's just not my body type, uh, where my body sits, like my set point weight does tend to be either on the higher end of the normal weight category into the overweight category. And so every time I I go to the doctor, even though I'm working out five, six days a week, even though I eat really well, and even though I am a health coach, I'm a nurse, like all those factors, it doesn't actually matter. Whenever I go to the doctor, I'm getting handed a packet about losing weight, even though, again, there's no guidance actually given. I just get this piece of paper and with a printout saying that my body is not right and my body is a problem. And so if I didn't have the education that I do right now, I would get that packet every single time and think that something's wrong with me. I would think that I need to go out and try every diet on the internet. I would think that I need to go out and cut all my calories and work out more and and eat less. Like that's what I would do if I wasn't better educated because I just keep getting these packets telling me that I am wrong, that my body isn't right. That scares me because I know that there are women out there who are constantly getting told to lose weight, even though their body may be at a healthy weight for them, even though they actually may feel great in their skin. They are being told that they shouldn't feel good. So for any woman that has had that happen to them, I just want to flag the fact that this system is broken, that we are continuing to use this, this tool that doesn't actually take anything valuable into account. Your height and your weight are two very boring facts about you that don't tell you anything about your health. With this stuff, I always think of someone like Lizzo. Um, Her comment section can be this horrible place where people say awful things. And like I said, we've talked about that with social media. That's a whole other thing going on in our society. But she is constantly categorized as at an unhealthy weight. Meanwhile, she can play 22 shows in two months. She can be on stage in heels for two hours straight, dancing, playing the flute, singing all the words to her songs clearly. You cannot tell me that she is out of shape. Because if she can do that, like I couldn't do that. 
I would be exhausted. I wouldn't be able to sing all the, the, all the lyrics to her songs. I would not be able to pause halfway through and play the flute. I would not be able to run around a stage for two hours in heels, dancing night after night after night. I can't do that. And so how can we really say that this individual is not healthy, that this individual is out of shape? She clearly trains for what she is so passionate about, being on that stage and entertaining people and connecting with people. And yet so many people are telling her, telling her that she is glorifying obesity. That is a problem. And I just think that really exemplifies the issue going on, where we just use the stupid chart to categorize people when it really tells us nothing about their actual health status. So I could obviously talk about this forever. And my big intention is really just to raise awareness, to have this hard conversation, to flag the bullshit going on in our healthcare system and in society in general when it comes to weight. I want to talk about this more. But also for those of you who are feeling stigmatized uh, because of your weight in the healthcare system, I just want to give you at least a little bit of advice. I can't solve the whole system, unfortunately, overnight, even though we are going to change this. If we keep talking about it, if we keep banding together and we keep demanding better care, we can change the culture. But for you, if you are experiencing this, if you are feeling like every single time you go to the doctor that you are just being wrongly discriminated against because of your weight, maybe they are missing diagnoses, I want you to start to advocate for yourself. And that's not an easy thing to do. It's really easy to say, but a lot harder to put into action. But you are your best advocate. Of course, we hope that the healthcare providers that we interact with can help us advocate as well and, and do have our best intentions in mind. But if you are constantly being dismissed because of the size of your body, that's a problem. And we need to say that that's a problem out loud. We need to change the doctor that we're going to see if we don't trust them, if we do feel discriminated against. We need to find a doctor that we trust. And we need to explain to them what is important to us and what care actually looks like in our eyes. If you need help with this, there are lots of resources out there. But as a nurse, I'm, I'm also happy to give you any advice that I can and any guidance and support that I can as well. And know that there are databases that exist out there today, where you can find providers that do practice health at every size, that do practice weight-inclusive care. Those are the kinds of words that you should be searching for when you are looking at a doctor's bio on their website or something like that. We want to see that that is something that is important to the providers that we choose to have in our lives. And there are databases out there. If you look up like how to find a doctor who embraces weight-inclusive care, there's lots of resources for your state specifically, um, or just in online care now that we have all these great resources out there that are more preventative um, and, and do offer telemedicine. There are ways to find that as well globally to find doctors who will be weight-inclusive and do practice health at every size. So here's what I want you to take away from this episode. Your body is on your side, and it is enough right now. We can either waste our lifetime trying to shrink, trying to be smaller, trying to take up less space, or we could accept that we were meant to take up space in this world, that our weight is not a problem, that our weight is not equal to our worth. We were meant to make big moves. We could aim instead to be strong instead of skinny. We could cherish the incredible body that we were gifted and let ourselves be big and make big moves, achieve our big dreams in this world. We are so afraid of being big when in reality, that is exactly what we deserve to be. We deserve to take up space and we deserve to feel at home in our body. 
So if I can do anything to make that a possibility for you, to make that a little bit easier for you to feel at home in your skin, that's my mission. I love you. I'm rooting for you. And I really hope that I get to see you in next level health. Check the show notes for that. I really want to see you there because it is going to be the game changer. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley Osho so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.